Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking, baking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this biatch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We back with another episode for your head top, man. Let me just say this, man. If you are in the state of Maryland and you not up a couple hundred dollars <laughs> on the newly uh legalized online gambling, <laughs> listen, man, you ain't you ain't right. Let me just say that you ain't right. You ain't right. I forgot that gambling is, is like legal in the in, in Maryland now. That's like a whole it, nigga, let me tell you. Let me tell you, dog. These motherfuckers have a way to reel you in. That is, nigga, like giving candy to babies, dog. Because <laughs> what they do is they give you, like, a couple free bets to start you off. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like, a drug dealer probably is a better, <laughs> you know what I mean? Give you a taste they real you, quick. <laughs> they give you a taste. Like, oh, yeah, you, yo, oh, then you, you win a couple joints. Then you don't realize that, you know, if you don't get out uh, at, at a certain point, you about to lose all that shit. <laughs> got to be so, a rap for you. <laughs> exactly. And that's just, you know. I don't know. I just I just feel like not everybody can handle gambling in, in any like in every aspect of the word gambling. Yeah. And this is definitely one of the most uh, I would say I would say the most potential to abuse because it, you don't even have to go to the fucking casino. You know what I mean? True. Like you don't even have to have people at your house. You could literally <laughs> be you could literally be in your room by yourself and, and, and nigga make some terrible terrible financial decisions <laughs> well i mean look y'all just gonna be wilding the fuck out then because y'all mess around got free uh legalized gambling now y'all mess around got oh, legalized yeah. re- uh, recreational marijuana so oh, yeah. y'all can't tell maryland shit right now yeah <laughs> let me my nigga listen bro we listen man i love the way my if i don't like the way the way my country is moving at least i love the way my state is going because <laughs> we're doing a lot of the right things uh, you know, if, if shit's hitting the fan, well, nigga, at least let me smoke my weed and and gamble my little football game. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel but, you. Um, speaking of football, I just want to start off by a shout out to the football team of the U.S. of A. America. Cue the Jamaican horns. Even though this is for America, man. Listen, USA won today 1-0 against... Against bitter rivals in real life, you know, not in soccer, <laughs> but in real life, Iran. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, you know, we took care of business, man. Let me just say, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty. First of all, shout out to the World Cup, even though there's a lot to not shout out about the World Cup, yeah, such as, uh, uh, uh just terrible ways that this whole thing came about, including bribery, including technically slavery, yep. including all kinds of wild shit that if y'all haven't uh, checked out, go check out just to ruin the whole experience for you. Because you know there are I mean? plenty of people talking about it. A lot. No, there's so much YouTube videos that I watched like four or five bitches. A rack of different documentaries mm-hmm. that I've seen. I think one on ESPN, one on Netflix. And it's just a lot of people just talking about pretty much. I just, I guess, I'll just give you a quick rundown. It's a bunch of migrant workers from neighboring countries, like Bangladesh, <laughs> India, yep. uh, Nepal, and I want to say I think those were the primary ones. 
Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. a, there's there's other people from other countries also. <laughs> yeah, and you know, pretty much, you know, like I said, pretty what they were saying is that um Qatar because they have so much oil money, it was pretty much able to bribe their way to having the World Cup. So pretty much in, in 2000 uh, in 2000 in 2010 they had like a little raffle thing where i don't know if it was a raffle or if it was a voting thing or what no, it's it was a, it's a point. yeah like people can um put bids in to have okay, the world yeah, cup true. and then people i think it's like the the some council of like the federations from around the world or some shit like that like they vote or maybe it's the comp the regions of the world vote on what country should get that and yeah there was like a bunch of bribery even one individual from our region of the world was bribed in the into voting for um for qatar to have the world cup but it just doesn't matter i mean it like between the human rights shit and then like all that other bullshit that's going on with with qatar with corruption and shit and then on top Mm. of that they had to move the world cup to the winter time because it's always in the summer but in qatar Average temperatures in the summer are 120 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they're in yep. the world. They're they're in doing it in the in the uh, during the holiday season, obviously. And it's still somewhere around like 85, almost 90 degrees every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had to build yeah. <clears throat> nine out of ten stadiums. They mm-hmm. had to build cities and all type of accoutrements. Uh, that's a French word for all the shit that goes with it. <laughs> uh, uh. At least I think it is. That's how it's always been used for hey, me. <laughs> fair enough. We're going to let it rock. But all the shit, including hotels, restaurants, uh, training facilities, all that shit had to be built. And I think they spent, like, I think they said they spent, like, Jesus, like, almost $100 billion or some shit like that just, Dog, just on this shit yes. alone. It's like the yes. most they've ever spent, any country has ever spent on getting their shit right for the World Cup. Duh, let me just say, I, and I know you've seen these documentaries, rather, on YouTube or, like, ESPN little e60 uh you know a little joint or whatever but they i've seen a bunch of videos when they talk about what happens uh to cities after the world cup leaves yep and i don't know if you've seen specifically i've seen one about brazil <coughs> where like you know obviously uh it's it's i mean i guess you could call it a third world country but it's a country with a lot of poverty and shit like that mm-hmm. and apparently a lot of these stadiums were built around like the favelas mm-hmm. which is pretty much the Brazilian hoods, you know what I mean? And yeah, they had to tear uh, down much, parts of the favelas in order to put them shits up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it was just a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit that 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 you know went down in order for it to actually take place. And then it showed what happened to these stadiums, maybe a couple months or a year or two after the World Cup. Mm-hmm. And you would think, you know, something, you know, they're using a couple of them to nah, dog. They was getting. First of all, they were abandoned. Mm-hmm. There was all kinds of just like it just looked like it had been like you would never know that a World Cup final was played in this fucking stadium. Mm-hmm. And now you have this shit to sit here. So I really want to see some, and, and I'm sure it's gonna happen. Some sort of like YouTube 60 minute, well researched joint of the aftermath yeah. of what the the World Cup actually even did for Qatar. Because I'm willing to argue, right, that I feel like it might be like the end of Qatar. Because just because of how much has gone wrong, uh, just on a fucking global scale, literally, because, you know, of all these countries that are involved. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just going to be... And you know what? That's why I love that these bitch-ass niggas lost... And didn't get a fucking single point in the World <laughs> Cup. So if we could cue a boo, boo. Guitar, man. 
<laughs> because y'all bought y'all way in just to get swept and didn't get out one point. Mm. Right? And you know they they Damn. they they had other problems like trying to nationalize other people from other countries to play for their teams so that could oh, be better. What? And they got they've done yeah. that in the Olympics and stuff. I mean, mm. you know, oil money can get you a lot of shit. Plus, they decided not seen... to do beer at the last minute. Like they were going to the very sell... last minute, yep. like like a day or two before shit started, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But I mean, Imagine it is a Muslim country. It's a Muslim country, so you kind of have to go with what they say. But I mean, yeah. they made an agreement since Budweiser was like the official sponsor of the World Cup. They made an yeah. agreement for all this stuff to happen, and then they just turned around and was like, mm, "Psych." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again. Mind, let's just say it again. They wanted to do this, and they were given the opportunity to start planning for this since 2010. That's 12 years ago. Yeah. So for 12 years up until this point, they were like, all right, yeah, y'all could sell alcohol and drink and shit like that. Up till the very last weekend or week of, I believe, uh, of this shit happening, all of a sudden you want to change your mind on it. And I don't know, man. I just feel like. That's just the tip of the iceberg as far as, like you said, a, a bunch of just nonsense involved in that. I don't know if you've seen the living commodities. of. I, I, we might have oh, even talked man. about it on yeah. here, I think. Already. I, don't, I don't know if we but, talked about it, but I've definitely seen that shit. And actually going yeah, off of what you were saying before, uh, you could probably look on YouTube and find like one of those top 10 lists of like places that hosted the World Cup where like the shit is just derelict now because they, they, they have shit like that for the Olympics. I was, yeah, I was about to say that. I've seen, I've seen that for the Olympics too. That, mm-hmm. that it'll be like, it might be like in Russia or some shit like that, but it'll be random Dude, places that over. hosted. Yeah. And that's just, just abandoned, dog. Like it's not doing anything. Yeah, there's a whole like what is it, like a, a luge display? Like it was a winter Olympics in somewhere in like almost like Eastern Europe or some shit like that. And yeah. um like they built all this shit up and it was like I think it was like in the seventies or something like that. And literally it's just all fucking uh, spray painted and you can tell skateboarders have been in there tearing it up and people have been in there doing all type of shit and you can see like the mm-hmm. pools and shit that they, that they created in like China and shit for the last um, shit that was there. So yeah, yeah. It's, I, I like those videos. I think I find that shit fascinating. I think it's just yeah. because it's like you see how much money you had to spend versus how much money came in from that experience and it's never a fucking people are never in the black they're always in the red oh yeah it's, it, it really is crazy <clears throat> especially when you see the lengths that countries go to mm-hmm. to have the world cup in their country yeah ultimately for it to end in catastrophe for the most part yeah so because there's I mean, always no. some type of scandal no matter what country hosts the fucking world cup <laughs> Sometimes even in the last shit. the last World Cup, right? It was in Russia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there was huge problems with Russia. I mean, starting with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> yeah, Start, starting with communism. You know exactly. What I mean? <laughs> but um, no, but what 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 I heard, I, I think it was John Oliver on, on his show uh, last week tonight. What yeah. he said was like, "Yo, pretty much if you think about it, right? All these countries really want is for the World Cup to to eventually start because once soccer starts being played." Nigga, everybody forgets about, you know, all the bullshit that comes along with it. And then people move on to the next thing because I feel like that's how most people, especially in today's world and and, and so much, uh, we're exposed to so much different shit. Yeah. Like, we'll be mad at something else tomorrow. You know what I mean? Oh, of so course. I, I, I feel like, um, I feel like all that FIFA really wanted and Qatar really wanted was for fucking the games to start and sure enough they've been going on for the last week or so yep. a week and a half now damn near and um 
I, a lot of people are, are, are intrigued. Like I, I was at my job today and I could hear a conference room of people watching the game as the U.S. <laughs> scored that goal. And I could hear them. They shook the damn fucking floor. And <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like it's a big deal to a lot of people. It's huge, yeah. You know, if, if, if you if you live in a major city in the States, I'm sure you see people walking around with with the uh, with the U.S. shirt on, mm-hmm. maybe with a little flag or whatever, and it's a big deal. And and, and that's to a country that soccer. Even though I, I would I would maybe I'm, maybe this isn't accurate because I feel like American fans are pretty diehard for 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 U.S. soccer. That is very like, true. Not so much MLS, but I feel like for U.S. soccer, like I've seen games where like they've had they've been playing in the U.S. And that is as like live as a crowd as I've seen almost in any sport. So. It's a, it's really a fucking weird <clears throat> a weird phenomenon for a country that really has never really fucked with soccer like that. Like yep. it's always been like, oh, uh, like whatever sport when nobody really gives a fuck about it. But like, yep. I want to say for real, for real, after they went to the round of sixteen, I want to say. T- Maybe I guess it was when they were in in South Africa. I guess that would have been 2010. That yep. was like the biggest push I've seen for people in the states to actually like get behind the U.S. soccer team. But again, in America, we don't really rock with soccer on the regular. So, yeah. but anything, any sport that has the American flag with it. So like Olympics, whatever, 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 whatever international sport that the U.S. is into, people will pretty much support it because yeah. it's just oh, yeah, the U.S. For sure. But I think like the the U.S. soccer fans are like are just incredibly different. Like you said, it's they're just so it's incredibly right? live. It's it's like watching. It's like yeah, it's like being in a European atmosphere. Honestly, when you're really at, at a U.S. soccer game and the fans are going crazy, it really is. And um, again, if if you've never seen uh, a U.S. Uh, men's national soccer game before. Uh, check it out. I it, it really, it really like for anybody who says that soccer is boring and watch watching soccer is boring. Watch a match, and, and I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be a U.S. But I'm just giving you as an example of something that I feel like would make people want to watch soccer. It just mm-hmm. really makes watching it. It makes you almost feel like you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, and it makes it just that much more exciting. And um, but bringing it back to where we started, <laughs> which was just. Giving a shout out to the U.S. men's national team, man. They yep. made it to the round of 16, and uh, I believe their first matchup is this Saturday, uh, 10 o'clock against the Netherlands Eastern Time. Yeah. So definitely, you know what I mean. Tune in for that and support the good old red, white, and blue, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're all looking forward to that game. I wish I was still back in the day where I had enough like time off for work to just take off random <laughs> days and go watch the team play. <laughs> the, uh, take off in like the morning or the afternoon and just like link up with all my friends at like Hooters and just order a bunch of food and get sure. drunk and watch the game. It was like some of the best times. Hey, nah, for sure. But I'm sure wherever you watching it this uh this Saturday, you know what I mean, it's gonna be a good time because motherfucker, we're gonna win. Exactly. So that's all that fucking matters. You know what I mean? So shout out to them boys, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Exactly. Now let's get into I guess I guess we can talk about it because we not I I don't really want to talk about all the foolishness that came out with this man in the last couple days. But we can yeah. go ahead and talk about this. I almost called this nigga Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Hey, I can't be mad at you for that, oh. dog. Cause yeah. <laughs> but Kanye West uh, and Kim Kardashian officially their divorce is settled, 
and Kanye got to come out the pocket or 200k per month. Now, this has probably got a blow because this uh-huh. nigga just lost a billion dollars <laughs> in fucking yeah. revenue. So, where that 2k 200k would have probably been easiest pie to come up with, it's probably not as easy to come with now. No. No, no, not not at all and I mean, this is a crazy number for a bunch of reasons, right? So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like if you're a woman and you uh, clearly 1,000% have enough money and wealth to take care of your kids financially, that you're still taking from the, you know, 200,000. I feel like at that point, it's kind of like a malicious act more than anything. And, uh, you know... I guess with the way Kanye's acted these last couple months slash years, I can't really say I blame Kim all the way, but it just kind of goes to show, I guess, where their relationship is at at this point. Because, I mean, you know, before that, or I guess when they were together, it seemed like Kim was like a very, like, she was really, I guess she really wanted to support Kanye and Mm -hmm. everything that he did. And for the most part, she did. Yeah. And, uh and and she you know saved face for him multiple times with the press and everything big fat so i don't know it it, it just kind of goes to show that hey yo like she is for real done dog like 200,000 a billion already or she she has to be close to it i'm pretty sure she's close i'm not sure if she's actually at a billion yet i think her sister's still the only billion billionaire in the family put it this way she might be making more money in Kanye right now i know, you know she I mean? is fuck <laughs> so I don't understand how that works. That well, basically, that, from what I from look, this is my basic understanding of child support. Okay. Now, to me, it don't really make sense, but whatever. You're supposed to get a, whatever amount of money to keep that child in basically the same lifestyle as they would be with their other parent, who is generally who is generally the one making the most money. Now. It's kind of hard to say because I, like you said, I think at this point, Kim is making more than Kanye. And I think that, but I think he was making more than her at the time of the divorce. Mm, so that's probably you. what it's based off of. Damn, that's a cold world if that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like the, the, the divorce system and the, I was just watching a video on, on YouTube. This guy was talking about, some shit that happened with him and with his friend, his experience with child support and divorce and his friend's experience with child support and divorce. Right. And essentially men get the shit end of the stick period, whether you rich or not. <laughs> so it's kind of ridiculous, <laughs> but at the same time, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian together were probably billionaires. They have four children. So Kanye has got to pay to keep those four children in the same lifestyle and the same lavish lifestyle that they are accustomed to, you know, and I feel like, this is a a perfect example as to why you don't do what Kanye did after the divorce, aka act like a fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah, in every sense of the word, right? Because I feel like had he acted, okay, fuck it, I get it. You know, you and your baby mama, y'all going through it, y'all getting a divorce, and y'all at each other's throats, right? At the end of the day, let's let's even say you hate this bitch, right? At the end of the day, right? You want to make sure that you like shit doesn't go her way, like you know what I mean, as much as possible. I yeah. feel, in my opinion, like yeah. I, I would think that if you're at that point with somebody, you're like, "Yo, I am gonna do everything in my power 
to make sure that this bitch does not like you know eat off of me essentially yeah like at least at least not to a reasonable amount or whatever you know as far as with the child support with the kids or whatever but um you know you go do some shit and, and you do that right by by not doing some shit like honey has been doing <laughs> by not by not making a music video where you're um you know <clears throat> killing your ex-wife's new boyfriend yeah and, Burying him in a music video. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Shit like that and all kinds of crazy YouTube posts and all kinds of other crazy things that he said these last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, dog, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like at this point, I, I mean, you know, it just proves that Kim is just done. You know, she, she's done with the whole shit. And I don't know, man. Like, I... I I don't know, but I just want to say this because I remembered it now, and I hope I don't, I don't want to forget. Uh-huh. But apparently, Kanye is in Maryland right now. And by the way, y'all, we are from Maryland. What? And uh, yeah, so there was a photo that was posted yesterday of this girl. And she was like, uh, "What the fuck? Kanye West is in Frederick, Maryland, right now." The fuck would Kanye be doing in Frederick? In Frederick, my nigga. So for those of y'all that ain't from Maryland, uh, Frederick is pretty much well. It's a tradition for the most part. It's been a place where a bunch of white people live, and until <laughs> yeah. recently, I feel like a lot uh, uh more uh, black and Hispanic folk have been kind of moving up there. Oh yeah, for at least like the last fifteen years. Yeah, but I feel like before, like I remember when I was a little kid, Frederick was strictly like a super like other side of town. Type yeah, of shit, you know it literally mean? was like outside the boundaries. One hundred percent, and uh, now it's a little different. Um, it's a little bit more, I guess. Uh, but 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 nonetheless, it's not the most like. It's kind of out of this, out of the way. It's out, not really close to the city for real. For real you True, know what I mean? but it's becoming like almost a little mini major city. Yeah, you are right, that especially for where it is in Maryland, because not all the cities are big up there. I mean, they've all been growing, obviously, but Frederick has like grown ex- exponentially from like the time, even from me being in high school till now. You know what I'm saying, like. It's just been incre- it's been incredible to see how big Frederick has gotten and how many people live there now and yeah. how diverse it is now. No, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But Kanye was there. Apparently, he was eating at some restaurant there. So I don't know, man. He does have ties to here. I don't know if, if y'all knew that, but Kanye is actually actually grew up in Tacoma Park. Word. Yeah. What? His I thought da- he lived in Chicago. Well, he lived in Chicago, but his father, I guess, lived. He's from Tacoma Park. Wow. So, so, because uh, he, because I, I seen a um a interview. I don't know why he did like a radio interview, and it wasn't that long ago. It was maybe like four or five years ago. Mm. And this was when he was already like you know yay or whatever. Yeah. And he did an interview. I don't know if it's WKYS or WPGC, but it was one of those state one of those stations. And he said something like, "Oh, uh, you, uh, something, 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 uh." They, uh, no, what was it? I forgot what he said, but he was, I think the, the radio host was like, oh, you got ties to the area, don't you? And pretty much that's when he gave the story that his father uh, lived in, in the area in Tacoma Park and pretty much that he grew up here for a couple years or, or he would come down here for the summer or something along those lines. And he, he was like, yeah, you know, I remember I came down here and that's where I got a lot of my swag from because people will start calling me Obama. And he literally said, you know, Alabama. And obviously, you know, that's a D.C. word. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it was just kind of like a, um, 
that kind of was like this. Even though I feel like everybody knows that Bama is kind of like a DC word. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless, he kind of gave the stamp. It kind of gave him the stamp <laughs> of like, yo, you from the area. So okay. Yeah, okay, man. That, that kind of blew my mind when I when I fucking heard that. And yeah, I was like, I've never heard that. Crazy. Yeah. So apparently, he got a lot of his his, his uh, style and, and shit like that from the area. So hey, shout out to shout out to the DC area. Okay, man. shout out to the DC area. But yeah, uh, kind of going back. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I don't feel any kind of way about this. Like, I I kind of feel like, I you know what I kind of feel like? I kind of feel like people who didn't really fuck with Kim Kardashian, at least I don't want to say feel sorry for her, but like have more respect for her now that she has like gone through the divorce with Kanye, because of all yeah. the shit that he put her through. And you think <laughs> most people are like, oh, it's probably Kim that's the super dramatic, and she's putting Kanye through all this bullshit and blah blah blah. Come to find out that Kanye is is the broad in this relationship. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. As much as I hate to say that, yeah. you know, him being one of my favorite artists, uh, you know, up until this point. I mean. I would even say I did like Donda a, a pretty decent amount, mm-hmm. but uh, it's just sad to see just him. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, man, listen, man. And I'm sorry for anybody out there who <laughs> might relate to this, but it's kind of like if you have like a drunk dad, you know what I mean? Where like you love him, but sometimes this nigga just be wilding, dog. Mm-hmm. Like just for he no just reason. be getting too drunk and just be fucking hitting people and start. I think that, uh, I don't know. I think up to a certain point, like, I I feel like it was straight, but he just kind of kept going and going and going as far as, I don't know, maybe his ego, probably, most likely. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of where he's at now, where he had he married and had kids with, you know, one of the most famous women of the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and now he's divorced, uh, owing 200000 in child support. It's like the fucking song just, <laughs> he spoke it into existence, fucking going bigger dog yep yep hey i mean who knew that he was speaking it into existence about himself though that's the fucking hilarious shit yes man that's why <laughs> you don't ever see listen the tongue is a powerful thing dog if, if i'm just saying man don't don't speak nothing exactly. all right don't say you know that shit fuck gonna happen to you man but exactly shout out to uh well, i was about to say shout out to Kanye, but i don't know if he's gonna <laughs> shout out at this point <laughs> Yeah, I, I if love anybody, you, if anybody deserves done. a shout out, shout out to Kim for not only carrying the bag but getting away from this nigga. I ain't gonna support Kim, a white woman, securing the bag from from a you know a black colored man. Uh, I mean, I'm not even looking at it that way. I'm I'm looking at it as this is grief money. This is bullshit money. This oh, had to put I, up with. For I the know, last but <laughs> I was just trying to be different and say something. Uh huh. You know, I get you. Other than what you were saying, I get but, you. But uh, you know what I mean. Shout out to uh. I don't know, man. Let, let's just go on to the next topic. If we can, I don't even know if, how what, what is it that we're gonna talk about. But let's go on to the next topic. <laughs> All right, bet. Well, this is one thing I've actually wanted to go to. Uh, LL Cool J started, or I guess he restarted the Rock the Bells because I went to a Rock the Bells that had nothing to do with LL Cool J back in the day. But um, mm. but he still he started. He's done the Rock the Bells concerts. And they've been really good, but they've only been like in New York. Like they really haven't been like a tour or anything like that. And oh my god, the, my friend sent me clips from that shit this past summer. That shit looked amazing. I would have definitely gone to see that. And next, I was like, maybe I will go to New York next year for that bullshit. But apparently, they are going to go ahead and do the Rock the Bells Cruise now, a hip hop experience. You can go to rockthebellscruise dot com to book now, and uh, apparently. It's going to 
have artists uh, uh Tr- Trick Daddy and Trina are two of the headlining artists. I'm gonna see if I can find anything else about who else is gonna be on there. Let me see. Let me see. Hip hop rock the bells tour experience is setting sail in 2023. We're dropping the lineup at the top of the new year. So there you go. But the but put a hundred dollars down mm-hmm. to reserve your cabin today or sign up to be the first in line. Yo, that is kind of crazy. And let me see. On a fucking is, cruise, right? Uh, tickets for the cruise are currently on sale with prices ranging from eight hundred dollars up to over $5,000 per person, depending on the package the customers desire. Those who buy tickets before the year's end will only have to put down $100 minimum payment and earn a free three-month subscription to Sirius XM. So is that $100 down for the whole thing or just $100 down to to get your spot and then you got to pay the rest? Uh, I would assume it's probably the second one. I don't know. But I'm going to be honest. Who the fuck wants Sirius XF XM radio in fucking 2022? That yeah, you know, I mean, I guess somebody out there using it is still around, right? You know, you would think that somebody's out there using it, but when is the last time you got in the car and somebody hasn't like plugged in their fucking phone to the car? Hold on, right? what'd you say? I said, when's the last time that you've got into somebody's car and they haven't just plugged their phone into the Oxcord? Yeah, no, it's been a long ass fucking time. Right? <laughs> I barely. Well, I mean, I can't say that, but I I don't know too many people who still really rock with the radio. So, nigga, I, I could not tell you the last time that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just listen to the radio today. Man, only time I did it was because I forgot my phone. Oh, one hundred percent. And then you're sitting here like, yo, I don't even know what song is what song this is anymore dog like, right let me wait for the for the for the, the dj to come back on and tell me what it is uh-huh and that was and then you still don't know exactly mm-hmm. first of all who the dj i don't know that this uh, dj right are <laughs> hey, you expecting to hear uh quicksilver or some shit <laughs> no bull <laughs> and and shout out to dj quicksilver but uh, and, and whole time is some random ass. Is his 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 protege who took over? Right. Uh, nah, I'm good with that. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> go back back to YouTube or back to these uh Apple Music streets out here. But exactly. Yeah, man. But this yeah. is a cool thing that LL's doing. It's interesting. Yeah. To on a cruise. Um, I think it's kind of expensive. Eight hundred dollars for the cruise. I was about to say that that I feel like the gap and the uh between. <laughs> I guess the lowest package and the highest one is pretty dramatically big. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just curious as to what other amenities, I guess, could amount to you paying $4,000 more than what you would pay for a basic package. Exactly. And also, so, like, how long is the cruise? Because none of this that I've read says that, like, how long the cruise is. Right. All it says is, okay, wait a minute. It says, it's okay, it's because I'm not reading fast enough. <laughs> it says, <laughs> they're leaving from Miami to the Bahamas on November 13th for four nights through the, the 17th. Mm, okay. But $800 for four nights? Hotels that don't sounds... even be expensive like that. Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I've never been on a cruise. Yeah, and, and the funny thing about it is, right, that like almost everybody that I've ever heard that I've ever heard say they've been on a cruise has pretty much told me that that shit is kind of whack. But yeah, I don't know. Cause I've never been on it, but 
I also have somebody who told me that that's pretty cool. So I don't know. I feel like everything that you do for real, for real, just depends on who you do it with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if you do it with a group of people that's fun, that's down to chill and drink and have a good time, then I feel like, you know, you can have a good time in the joint. But I don't know. But nonetheless, that shit sounds interesting. Uh, I'm curious as to, I guess, with a big enough boat, you won't feel the boat moving and the waves and shit like that. So I'm guessing that's how. Yeah, well, I mean, get away with performing and shit. I guess but, so. Um, but my my boy just went on a cruise with his family with his girl, and he said it took him like two days to get used to being on the water, and then it said it took him like another two days to get used to being off the water after they were like back on land. <laughs> Nigga, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. I and it might be just because I can't swim, but I I feel like I'm getting anxiety right now just thinking about being in the middle of the ocean. We're not being able to see like land. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That feel. I don't know though. That shit feels. Kind I of mean, crazy. I have my yeah. own weird shit about that. But like the weirdest thing that I'm, I'm, I'm a very claustrophobic person, and I've oh, heard that the cabins on cruise ships be small as fuck. So I don't think I could go on a cruise unless I get like a deluxe or a double cabin, from what I understand. Which means you mm. know they're almost twice as big as the normal ones, so it'd be like a regular room. Because right. like I can't be in no little no little ass room, especially not with somebody else. Cause look, yeah. I had a I had a panic attack one time. I was in a I was we were we rented a house to go skiing. It was like one of those, you know, fifteen people houses. And yeah. um and I'm in I'm on a bunk bed with a sloping ceiling above me. Oh and my the God. ceiling has to be at least five, six feet above my head. And I mm. could not sleep because I couldn't get comfortable because I felt like I was too close to the ceiling and like I was being put in a box. Nigga, as so, somebody who is I'm terribly claustrophobic myself, I know 100% exactly what you mean, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit is terrible. And yeah, dog. You know, I remember one time I was like with a group of friends and we were just smoking in the car and we were just fucking hotboxing the joint. And nigga, it got to a point where I had to get about that bitch because mm-hmm. I felt like I was way too like boxed in and I was yep. like, yo. Yeah, I need to get the fuck out of here. Exactly. So, Shit, I don't ride the metro anymore because of claustrophobia. So. <laughs> Thankfully, I can still ride the metro, and it, and it hasn't got to that point. But I definitely feel you. Like I, like because I know what I guess claustrophobia feels like in yeah. situations that affect me. I could totally see if that affects you, why you wouldn't want to get on it. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean? Now it's, it's not just being on the train; it's being on a crowded train. So like okay, the days you. where the Nats are playing and the and the Caps are playing and everybody, oh, yeah. mm, bruh, I can't do those. Nope, 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 nope. I mean, on top of that, right? Just for the just even if that isn't something that would bother you, just being around that many people, yeah, I'm just not a fan of. You know what I mean? Because well, I get you. I mean, I could do it at concerts and shit because they're usually outside. You know what I'm saying? But like, kind but it's of. but it's not like at the same time it's not like you're on top of each other in a concert. Like you're in a group of people, but like you're not just all up on people with people breathing on the back of your neck like that and shit because you're y'all well, trying to cram in. It, it depends if you're like at the front. And I remember I did that one time where, oh, as a matter of fact, it was a fucking. Uh, it was a very early Travis Scott concert when he was probably like, I, I forgot what album he had put out. It might have been was it Rodeo. I think it might have been rodeo mm-hmm. but it was an early travis scott concert i remember uh bryson Tiller opened up which in hindsight that was a fucking crazy show uh just having those two big names on, on at the film oh, yeah. but um uh, but nonetheless i remember i was 
I was with this girl and we was at the front, near the front, uh, uh, and when, when Bryson Tiller came out. And Bryson Tiller, you know, it's 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 like R and B music, so it's not as uh like people aren't gonna be like mosh pitting or like doing nothing crazy like that. Yeah. And nigga, whatever, he did his shit, uh, he left, and then Travis Scott came out, and dog, when I tell you, as soon as that nigga's DJ said, Oh yeah, my fuckers ready or some shit like that, whatever some of those lines, mm-hmm. nigga. I felt like the walls of people were just caving towards the front. Jeez. And dog, it got to a point where I felt like I fucking couldn't breathe. And I had to get up out of that joint, dog. And uh I tried to thug it out, which I kind of did for like a song or two, maybe. Yeah. And then nigga, I watched the we, me and my friend watched the show from the fucking uh from the side of the joint, from yeah. the rest of the joint, because it it was just uh, it, was, it was just too much, and and I feel like anytime you're you're in a concert, I don't know how people do it to be honest. So like that's why I couldn't go to one of those like super. I mean, I guess I could, but I would just have to be like somewhere on the outskirts because I, I I just can't do it. Shit, I'm old now, dog. Like you said, I could probably have done it in my youth, but now, nigga, if I don't have a seat, I'm not trying to be there. Like if I got to stand up all day or for mm-hmm. multiple multiple hours, nah, bro, just let me let me catch a seat. Yeah, mind my business, stay out the <laughs> fucking way. I'm, I stand up when it's time to stand up, and I'm raw raw. But when knees start hurting, the back start hurting, nigga, I need to sit. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, when they playing a song, I ain't the fondest of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, that's let, that's let me definitely be able to take a seat. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be able to take a seat and answer these text messages that I've been ignoring for the last two hours <laughs> because I've been enjoying this. Shit. No bull. <laughs> so, Gotta love that. You know shit. what I mean? Yeah, but uh, shout out to fucking LL for doing that uh, wild. Uh, I guess formulation of this of rock the bells on, oh, on, on, a, on a cruise ship so why can't y'all take it on a fucking on a tour before y'all take it on a cruise though come on now yeah you're right you're right <laughs> especially when like i like you said you know rock the bells i feel like always been one of the like prominently known uh festivals i feel you know what i mean like yeah. early on especially so um yeah it's especially with it coming back for the first time they probably should do it on land for the first time yeah just to test it out but hey Shout out to him, though, nonetheless. Big facts. Nonetheless. All right. Well, let me see. Apparently, Diddy opening his mouth again being wrong. You got to love it. Oh. Apparently, Diddy had to be given a history lesson after crediting Nori and DJ EFN for pioneering hip-hop podcast. Now, Drink Champs has been around for a while. I think it's been around since, mm-hmm. like, 2016. That uh, sounds about right. Yeah, Drink Champs launched in 2016. Honestly, I think we might have been around longer than drink temps. <laughs> Let me just say this, right? Because of the great tax stone, yeah. free, free tax stone, and because of Jesus and Mero, mm-hmm. y- y'all's truly, my co-host and myself, mm-hmm. was on to the podcast game early on. Yep. All right? We've been doing this shit for a long motherfucking time. Yep. Now, we at where we at, and we cool with that. But... We just want to be let it be known that for any podcast out there saying, oh, you know what I'm saying, y'all took our name or some shit. Da, da, da. Look, uh, we've been doing this for a real long time. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and that's that's all we're saying. We're not saying we're the greatest, the biggest podcast ever. We're just saying that we've been doing this for a long time yep. and longer than some of even our favorite podcasts. You yep, know what I mean? Exactly. Now, he did but, get like, corrected. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Finish. 
No, I'm just gonna say back back to the show. Okay. Uh, now he he was corrected by multiple people. Uh, Rap Radar co-host Brian B. Dot basically said, "Dog, you got one EP and car and Combat Jack uh, that came bef- way before they did." And then you got me see you got uh, Cypher Sounds, Pete Rosen, Peter Rosenberg. What is it? Juan Epstein series? Okay, then I said, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Juan EP, Combat Jack, and I know there's at least like we oh also Tax Stone, and they were he was given yeah. love by uh, Flagrant too, so a guy loved them niggas for that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, there's been hip hop podcasts out here that have been doing it way before Drink Champs. Now yeah. Drink Champs got super famous because number one, Nori is a household name, at least in hip hop. Um, and at first the way that they were billing it was that, you know, they're only bringing legends on to talk about shit. And that's one of the reasons that it got so popular is because he had nothing but old school cats coming in, telling stories that were basically, you know, behind the scenes type stories that we had never heard or we never heard the actual truth about. We heard like Mm -hmm. the dramatic shit, like through the streets, but we never heard actually what happened. So we got to hear a lot of really fucking vicious stories. But at at some point, like honestly, I stopped listening to it because they started having a, like just a bunch of new new dudes or like people I didn't know on the show. And I was like, well, I don't consider that person a legend, so I'm not gonna listen to this episode. And then by the, by the time I looked up, I wasn't watching the shit or listening to this shit anymore. You know, um, you you know what the crazy thing about uh, I guess the internet or more so that just the YouTube realm or just, I guess the entertainment realm or whatever, right. Yeah. Is that back then, right. The only time you might be able to hear Kanye or anybody really do an interview would be like, Oh, drink champs or, Oh, uh, tax stone or, or, Oh, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know, what, uh, no jumper or whatever. But I feel like there's so many different platforms, like literally hundreds, if not thousands of different platforms that are, you know, because of the Internet, because of, you know, accessibility and shit like that. Mm -hmm. They're able to do interviews with, you know, these people. And the reality of it is in today's world, you know, doing these interviews might be better than even dropping an album. You know what I mean? Because now people get to know you and they may maybe want to support you now a little better because. You know, depending on on who you are and how you're able to control yourself, doing a podcast or doing something like that can only do nothing but good for you. I feel because you know it opens you up to your to your you know uh, to your audience and it just kinds of you know shines a brighter light on who you are personally. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. know, man. I, I, but going back to him saying that they created a whole industry or whatever. Come on, man. Like we all know that that's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, we, we all know that Diddy be saying some wild, outlandish stuff just mm-hmm. based off of strictly emotion. You know what I mean? Yep. And this is one. Of, this is one of those things because I think factually that's just incorrect. You know when you t- when you when you look at it. Definitely. Yeah. So. I, I mean, know. hey, it is what it is. Sometimes it is but, what. It is. And let me see. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look through these pages real fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can find. What the oh, hell? let me just let's talk about this real quick because just because this is an update on our girl Brittany Griner oh, shit, out yeah. in Russia. Um, unfortunately, reports came out that um, well, I think a, a couple weeks ago they came out that she had been taken to a labor camp, and now the details of what's going on in those labor camps have came out, and you know, 
it, it just pisses me off that a lot of people, when they hear this kind of shit, they kind of laugh or mock or make jokes about, hey, you know, if you were locked up, Brittany Grinder wouldn't care, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe, right? But if the news was covering your incarceration as much as uh, as they are Brittany Grinder, I think she might. I'm not saying that she would, but I'm just thinking that make saying a statement like that is really dumb because the reality of it is nobody aside from maybe your family and friends would know that you're locked up in Russia, you know, yeah. what I mean? for some for a weed cart. So I hate when people say that and, and, and try to just justify just being a dick all around. So I don't know, man. I just think that dog, for a fucking weed cart. Now, I get that the laws are what they are, and I don't want to go into the whole me explaining how I feel about because I feel like we've done it already a couple of times on this on this show. Mm-hmm. But just to reiterate what it was, what I have feel, I think it's, uh, I think it might have been a mistake or whatever, and I don't know, man. Just, just it just it's just crazy that this is the reaction, and I don't know if hey, that the U.S. government could do anything about it. <laughs> I don't know how this could potentially end in a good way, other than her serving her nine, ten years. But let me just say this, dog. If this does happen, right? I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like, I don't know. I kind of almost feel like somebody should make sure that she's straight when she gets out. Mm-hmm. Like now, I obviously, you know, mentally and and just emotionally, but like also financially. I think that I don't know, dog. I think that it's something that because of uh, relationships with the country that you're from. Mm-hmm. With the country that you were at, now you could also argue that maybe she shouldn't have been there in the first place. But regardless, she was, and because of that, because of uh, you know the country that you're from, relationships or whatever, mm-hmm. you're in here for fucking ten years. Because like like I, you know, we all know that that's why this is going on is because she's a black woman from the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's just terrible to hear these these uh, new details about yeah. her being in there. Uh, subjecting to just a bunch of just uh, like, you know, obviously hard labor. I think it says sixteen hour work days. I think is what it. Yeah, it's, what it, it's what it damn, says. damn near a slave camp for real. From what I yeah, no. like in the let it's just completely shitty um, conditions, and it's kind of sad because they were talking. It was pretty positive about two weeks ago um, when they were talking about you know they were looking like looking at different ways to try and get her home. It looked like they were going to, and then all of a sudden, boom, she had to go to this camp. So who knows what the hell is going to go on there. I really, really hope she makes it back from that shit because apparently yeah. a lot of people are known for not, not coming back from camps like this. Especially, I think this is like one of the worst ones in Russia. Yeah. And obviously, you know, all of that is pre-planned and, and it's a chess move on, on Russia's end to, you know, to pretty much rub it in our face, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just, again, prayers up to... Uh, Brittany Griner yes, and, and her family and friends and all that shit because that cannot be easy, uh, or or it, it just has to be terrible, like all around terrible. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, prayers up to her. Hope everything gets resolved soon and she's back home mm-hmm. with her wife and her loved ones. Facts, facts. facts. Oh, yeah. Ooh, right, forty-seven minutes. Wow, that went by quick. Right. <laughs> that did. Um, that did. I'm trying. I'm trying to look through some stuff to see if there's anything else. I'm. I'm even. Oh, uh, this is the last week of the Breakfast Club as we know it. Is it really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Angela I was. Wa- you know, I was wondering because I. I feel like they said that they were. Gonna, she was going to stop doing that in September. 
that's what they said but they also said that she was going to stick on and try i guess and, and help find the, the another third person to take over they haven't really they said it somebody? i don't know they haven't said anything about that from what i know but i just know that um i was listening to something for the breakfast club this morning and they were talking about how um this was angela's last week was in her uh, her last day will be friday so you know big, big ups to Angela Yee uh, The Breakfast Club is definitely No matter who they get The Breakfast Club ain't about to be the Breakfast Club no more It's gonna be just a whole new iteration of the Breakfast Club But honestly And it's it's no, it's no nothing against Yee But like they kinda do need an injection of something Because I feel like they've gotten a little stale For sure um, I agree And honestly like I love Charlamagne to God But like this nigga stays interrupting Yi when she's doing her Ask Yi thing or when she's doing her uh, rumor <laughs> report something, and she'll just state what the information is. And then this nigga want to just start asking random questions. She ain't got no damn answers for that. She's giving you the rumor report. This is the motherfucking rumor, nigga. Like, just shut the fuck up and listen to it. But then he want to repeat himself, like, all the time on, on whatever his question is or whatever his uh-huh. his point was. I'm like, Charlemagne. Come on. Yeah, nah, he... Be- he be tripping, man. He he definitely does that on purpose. I feel to a certain degree. It gets on but, my uh, last nerve, dog. Like, uh, bro, just let this girl get through the rumor report one day without you interject interjecting some bullshit that she ain't got an answer for, um, or or that um, you there is no answer for. You just answer you asking random questions, or you just mm-hmm. want to be contrarian and say something against whatever the fuck it was that she said in the rumor report. Again, whatever, whatever. I'm just like, yo, come on, Charlamagne, chill. That's that's my biggest thing about Charlamagne right now is that he just like. I don't know. He's a whole different person right now. But, like, that's why I think that the Breakfast Club is just going to be really, really different. Because they go off each other. They play off each other. And they can make fun of each other. Or they can team up yeah. against each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And it's going to be a whole different vibe. So there's not going to be much teaming up against anybody unless it's Charlemagne and fucking Envy teaming up against whoever the new person is. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I feel like the best decision here. Or to just to not have a new person to just be Charlemagne and uh, and Envy, because dog anytime I can't think of one show that got better when they brought somebody new in. Yeah, that typically is not the can't the move. Of, I mean, it, it just the audience is used to one thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even if you take one thing from there, I think taking one thing and not replacing it. As far as you know, your audience goes is better than you know replacing it and having something new to to take the place of what people really want. Yeah, which you know this because of history and all this time that's gone by is Angelique. But mm-hmm. you know that, that ship has sailed. That is true. But we'll see what happens to the Breakfast Club. Obviously, they ain't going nowhere. They ain't been canceled or anything like that. So mm-hmm. we'll see what this new iteration comes up with. Um. I do wonder when they're going to actually, like, are they going to wait till Friday to announce, or are they going to wait till like, next week, or are they going to wait till the beginning of the year? Like, they've given no information about when they're going to say something about a new person being hired or, or somebody else. The person has been chosen. They'll debut, blah, 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 blah. What so, if it's Mero? Huh? What if it's Mero? Oh, it won't be Mero. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's I, too I, much know, beef there. I know that. But if it's, if it's Mero... Bruh, <laughs> this is gonna get real interesting in that motherfucker. <laughs> well, like, you know, I know Mero was the more antagonistic one towards Envy. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He definitely was. Yeah, so like he I definitely was. was. That would be. Uh, I would love it though. I'm not even. Gonna, I would love it. I would pay attention look, every fucking day. 
I would watch that shit every fucking day too. But I feel look, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like if the bag is right, I feel like both of them can get together and patch things up and be like, look, man, you know, I, you know, I, I you know, I'm sorry. Da, 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 let's get this money, whatever. Fuck. So I'm hoping that that's what happened because, like I said, that's the that's for the only positive thing that could happen, in my opinion, aside from them. Just, just kind of leaving it how it is with just uh, Charlemagne and, and Envy, but I don't know. We'll see on on Friday probably, or maybe not. But I guess we'll see whenever we see. Possibly, possibly. All right, and this this is funny because I I was just look, I haven't read through it yet, but the 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 just the the title of the article is hilarious. It says Fifty Cent argues with Busta Rhymes how to how uh, over how to best perform one of his classics. Um, the song in question is "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See." And they did this at a club thing, and they said the results were both hilarious and entertaining. <laughs> and I'm just going to read this part of the interview. It says, in a fan-captured video from the pair's club appearance on Sunday, DJ Spring King, or Spin King, sorry, starts off with a beat from Busta's Pasco Fossier 2, and Fifth immediately jumps in to kick it off. Uh, pausing the music to switch the song and take 50 to task, Busta called up his fellow rap legend out. The nigga said he could do... Uh, put your hands where my eyes can see better than me, Busta said to the crowd, to which immediately, it, 50 immediately busted out with a bar from the song. <laughs> Gotta love it. He, oh, he hit, this, hit you with no delay, so what you saying, yo? <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Gotta love um, it, man. Hell yeah. See. They said the two went back and forth with jokes before Spin King dropped the beat and Fifth did his uh, Busta Rhymes impression, but not before jokingly asserting, man, y'all gonna have to pay me money for doing this shit. <laughs> 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 A typical 50 response, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hey, you gotta love when uh, rap legends uh, get together and had these kind of moments instead of being old, bitter rap legends, you know what I mean? Exactly. And this is and like a, a, a change for 50 Cent because 50 has always been just king petty about everything. You, it seems like everything turns into a problem, even if he's joking. So I'm glad that Busta did not um, did not take offense. But, you know, they've known each other for years. They've always been cool, so. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I, I think because of their relationship, I think everything should be fine. Exactly. But I've even seen 50 on stage with somebody that he's supposed to be cool yeah, so I mean, I, like I said, you know, I, th- I thought it was really dope that uh, two uh, legends, uh, in their own, uh, res- I forgot what the phrase is, but in their own right, uh, you know, were able to do this, especially b- both being from New York. You know, what I mean, he's from uh, Busta's from New York, right? Busta is, I, uh, I think he's from Jersey, actually. So pretty much same thing. Shit, yeah, pretty much, from New York, yeah. So shout out to you know, shout out to the East Coast rap scene for yes, that sir. happening you yes know what sir I mean? and uh you know i hope this and this is how you grade age gracefully uh and this is one of the few things that i've heard joe rogan say that i wholeheartedly agree with mm-hmm. but um i think that that's one of the more important things as an older rapper that you could do is learn to age gracefully within rap facts and i think you do that by staying in your lane by up in the the youth, you know what I mean, and and and, and giving them a game where you can, mm-hmm. and and by doing dope shit like this, you know what I mean, by doing dope shit like Dipset versus uh, D Block on, on on versus, you know what I mean, like that's how you do it. So shout out to both of these niggas for doing that shit, man. That shit dope. Big facts. I guess this will be the last thing we can, we'll bring up today. Uh, just I saw this and thought it was hilarious. 
<clears throat> Summer Walker complains about her pregnancy ruining her cosmetic surgery. <laughs> she said she found herself at the center of another online controversy after lamenting that her pregnancy is ruining her most recent body sculpting surgery. The singer shared uh, her thoughts on Insta Story. Let me see uh, where she said, I'm so mad. I had just got my body done last year, she wrote. And and now all the all the money went down the drain. LOL, boob saggy, stretch marks everywhere. Probably going to have a gut. <laughs> and she added, now I'm going to have to get it all redone. <laughs> done. I'm sorry, yo. This bitch is crazy. It just blows my mind, right? Because I really do feel like she was actually kind of pretty before she got all this surgery done. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's probably, that's like, you're not supposed to say that shit or whatever. But I just said that shit, so fuck it. And, and I think it's true. Like, I, I, it just kind of blows me that she just kind of keeps doing this shit. Especially with her already being like, bad. fucking, <laughs> hu- yeah, bad. And not only that, but being a huge artist now. Like, yeah. she's a ginormous uh, artist. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of crazy that, um, kind of crazy that she, uh, she said that. But, and she just went through it. Like I would think, right? That like, okay, you pregnant, so you know you about to do, all, you about to have all this shit happening to your mm-hmm. body. So you're not gonna do any kind of cosmetic surgery to your body. But I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, out. like his pregnancy was gonna result in all of like not necessarily going to waste, but it was definitely not gonna be the same. Like you should have known that. Like, mm-hmm. and if she's she's got the money to do it. She got the money to do it. I'm never gonna say, you know. You shouldn't do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do because you only live this life once. So, you know, go out there yeah. and do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do slash need to do. Um, but at the same time, like, don't get online bitching that the fact that you, yo, yo, uh, yo, your body ain't sculpted the way it used to be because you decided to get pregnant. Like, come mm-hmm. on now. You decided to get pregnant just like you decided to get your body sculpted. So now you can either decide to tr- trim that shit off the old-fashioned way by diet and exercise, or you can go ahead and trim it back up through Dr. Miami. Those are decisions that you have to make there in life. <laughs> there you go. But it's like, you, come on, don't get, don't get online and complain, oh, my body's not the best anymore because I had kids. Obviously, we know women's bodies change like that. I can't say this. I mean, you know, it's like motherfuckers can be like, oh, well, my body ain't the same. Nigga, you old now. Of course your body not the same. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, your knees is fucked up. You probably gained some weight. My hair may not be as thick as it used to be. I mean, it shit happens over time. Shit happens. You make a choice to either augment or live with it. Mm-hmm. And, and she, unless you're rich, you're going to live with it for the most part. Basically, because like you said, she got money. She can go ahead and augment it all she wants to. Shit, look at Cardi. Cardi said after she gave birth to... uh. To culture, she got a tummy tuck and uh, her boobs lifted up a little bit more because she said she didn't like how it was. At least she was up front with the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. like Nicki Minaj yes. talking about, oh, I've never gotten my ass to bitch. What? Nah, they nah, nah, listen, now. Nah. If, if she's actually ever really said that, then I just feel like, why isn't there so many, like a billion people out there calling out bullshit? Cause, that's what know. I'm saying. Like, I'm just like, you know what? I can't never stand nowhere near We've near, seen near the pictures. Because the lights. We've the, seen the pictures. Yeah. And God's just going to start throwing lightning bolts at motherfuckers like this. You know what I'm saying? I hope so. <laughs> and I, I, I don't want to be nowhere near. I hope that's one of his first signs of him coming back is like <laughs> him just throwing lightning bolts at, at bad uh, at bad and also denied BBLs. Yes. <laughs> I love it. The Lord needs to come back and bless us with that. <laughs> uh-huh. Please, please. 
All right. Uh, did you have a suggestion for this week, sir? No. <laughs> I had I'm a suggestion, you, it's, and it's gone now. It's become part of the show that we forget about the suggestions. It has been. I'm not going to edit this out because you can see how bad that we are. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> y'all, we apologize. Uh, we will do our best to make sure that next week, um, you know, we have that for y'all. But again. Actually, um, I do have something. Real quick. Um, the Gar- Marvel has released the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I'm okay. not one for holiday specials or holiday movies, period. Mm-hmm. But this kind of, this was kind of cute. I liked it. It was cool. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But uh, check it out if you've got Disney Plus or you've got whatever you whatever you've got to watch things online these days. Um, just give it a cute. It's a cool little Christmas, little holiday thing. A uh, bunch of bunch of aliens, not of Earth, trying to figure out how to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not. I I I'm not. Uh... I'm I, I'm a proponent of holiday films. You know what I mean. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind them. I kind of like them. I'm just kind of a soft spot for them. Mm-hmm. So I might check this joint out. Uh-huh. But um, but I do have a suggestion actually. Oh shit! Look that at that one one that I made earlier in the episode. You know what I mean. If you are from USA and not from an, an external country, aka if you love the USA, mm-hmm. then please tune in. It's what ten o'clock? Eastern time mm-hmm. to watch US take on uh the Netherlands, aka Holland, in a game that uh you know it's gonna be interesting uh just to see what the US could do with a, a you know, historically, at least in the last couple decade or two, Holland has been pretty pretty uh, like a, a powerhouse. Yeah. Especially like in what 2010, I think is when they went to the final. Oh yeah. Now I will say this new Holland team is not the same. I've yeah, only, no, yeah, but I've only not, got to watch one of their World Cup games this this round, mm-hmm. and they were struggling to keep up. Yeah, no, and I want to say that they weren't even playing that big or powerful of a country. So we have a really good chance to go out there and beat Holland because the USA has just been looking like an attacking team, which is something that we don't normally look like. We're a very reactive team, and this time mm-hmm. we're like proactive. So I'm fucking with it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So check that out Saturday. 10 a.m. Eastern time, uh, whatever time where y'all at. So check that out. You know, go U.S. We're going to win. Let's yes, go. sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, before we get up out of here, you know how we like to end things. Um, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. If you can't do that, man, make your mama proud, man. And if you can't do that, use them turn signals. It's late. It's cold. I'm trying to go home. I ain't trying to be out here getting your insurance information because <laughs> your whole ass couldn't use the turn signal. Preach. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all. Y'all heard that word from, from the Reverend Chris Benbase. <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Take it easy. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. We love you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>